coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Ray Hello, Allen. welcome to another Snackable from the Paper Stack team. We're doing the Snackable series. Paper me, Snacks. Paper Snacks. Me and Rick Allen going over some cool topics that we find that... uh. I don't know how we keep stumbling upon these snacks, you know, just they just keep coming. Just little things people say and people ask or we see something we're like, you know, that we can probably make a video. Being on owners and users of the platform helps out because, you know, it's true too. you can, if, if I feel it from both sides. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. This one actually comes from some things that we think that can actually help buyers on our platform. So uh, there are different approaches people take when they're trying to make offers for sellers. Um, and we have noticed patterns that, Sellers don't like. They're off-putting is what they are. They're they're they're, they're off-putting and it makes it, man, this business is about, um, you know, paper stack for sure is about making business seamless and frictionless. Mm -hmm. And some of these, some of these buyers out there, it's just, I don't think it's on purpose. And so I've really, I want to help out. Yeah. Most of it's usually from what I understand is that a lot of it would probably be newer buyers that have been sent out into the field with a set of instructions. Best way to say it. That's exactly right. So this is your instruction list, go find it. And what they do is they just blast it. And that's the thing. Yeah, there's a couple like, I hate like the do's and don'ts, but there's a couple things that are definitely on the don'ts list. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're a buyer, you don't want to send a form to a seller and say, here, fill this out and I'll give you a quote on your note. Um, and usually that form has got a bunch of stuff like uh, last sale date, purchase price, down payment, credit score, last payment date, interest rate, uh, borrower's eye color. Just it's just some ridiculous stuff that is like as a seller. Well, my, you might not know. No, you, you, there's some stuff you may not have that information for. Which could um, stop the whole process if you as a buyer, because they sit and they go, well, I don't know half this. I don't feel like researching it. I'm going to go get an offer from a buyer. Well, not to mention that if if you're a buyer sending sending me a, a form and I've got another buyer it's not. that's not, and that buyer is maybe they're $1,000 or $2,000 less than you, I'm like, I, I'm, they're engaged with me. We're moving along. They're asking good questions. They're looking at the documents. They're doing their due diligence. I got somebody else who's giving me busy work, right? Because who loves busy work? Does anybody like, ah, dittos. I love dittos. You remember oh, dittos? No, I don't remember dittos. Oh, dittos were like just the, the, they just like the sheets of paper they used to give you in elementary school. They're just like mindless, pointless. Just like, they're just doing it to make you do something. You're talking about like when you go to the doctor's office and you have to fill out the same paperwork you filled out the last time you were at the doctor's office that you did it the last time you were at the doctor's office? That's a great ditto. Flip flip over the page. I just gave you my name on the page before. Yes. And I just gave you my address. And I just write same as the page before. Same as the page before. So you don't want to do that as a buyer. That's just not going to help you out. Um, It may get you um, blocked. Uh, We have a block feature on there. Um, Another thing, another big don't is don't just run through the site and maybe find a seller that's got 50 assets for sale and then immediately start at, you know, offering 50% of their list price. A lot of the sellers strategically price their assets and 
what it looks like is if you go through there and you just start bombarding or Christmas treeing the site, as I call it, and just taking and saying, all right, I'm going to go 50% of their purchase price, it shows that you've done little to any diligence and that you're literally just doing a shotgun approach. And that's really not a way to buy a loan. It's a really good way to get blocked. That is, that is one, um, yeah, that's, that's one, one of like the peeves of, of myself and a bunch of other sellers I've talked to is when somebody comes and does that, it's, it's a waste of my time. And so, um, it takes a lot of effort in me to respond to each one of those, those offers and it's burying in my timeline, other people who are putting in diligence. And so it's very likely, um, it could lead to a bar or buyer getting blocked. That's, you know, you never want to block somebody because at the end of the day, they could actually be a real buyer. So I try to get to the bottom of it, talk to them, what's going on, explain a couple of these offers. Um, you know, if, if it jives and it makes sense, I'm like, well, okay. You know, if they say, look, this is my investment criteria. I've got to fall between this sort of return. And I think your value is a little low here. Hey, more power to you, dude. Great. But if you come back and you say, well, that's just where I need to be. That's, that's basically telling me is like, well, you don't really have any sort of ground grounds for what you're offering. And that's a waste of my time because, you know, if I've got 40 assets listed for sale and I've got 10 offers on each asset, that's 400 offers I have to talk to. And the guy that's soaking up my time and it, it, it can't give me a straight answer. That's just, a, I'm going to decline the offer, cancel the transaction, and I'll probably block the guy or girl. Um, just because it's it's just one of those things where look man paper stack is an efficiency tool and if you come in there and you're you're not you're not you're not making it efficient then you're probably going to get get bounced and i'll go through and re relook at my my block list you know every month or two and sometimes i let people off the block list and see if they'll do some business and if not you know another another way that can get you uh just will leave a bad taste in seller's mouth for sure, is that if they have the offer set as firm and you still, you start a transaction and you try to negotiate in the, in the timeline. They, they're like, what the hell? I, it's firm for a reason. Another way uh, is if they say, make me an offer, which make me an offer will have no price, no list price, it'll just be zero, zero. And, and then they say, what's the lowest you'll go? Yeah, what's the lowest you'll go? It's like, wait a second, you're trying to get me, beat me down on price and I haven't even, you haven't even given me a price to even start at. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough. And that, that's kind of, that's like, wait, that's the whole reason it's set at zero is I want to see what you offer. I want to see I'm how not, you come I'm not negotiating against myself, you know, and that's a thing. <laughs> well, so those, yeah. and so, I mean, those are all great, those are great points because those are things that, um, they bother me as a seller personally, but they bother, I'm not unique. It's, they bother a lot of the sellers, most of the sellers. Those, those things are, are, they're just, they're really a pain and really a thorn in the side. So we wanted to do something here and, and, and have a snackable on this because I think there's a lot of value. They begin taking, taken from this as a buyer to help you become a better buyer, be, become a better counterparty on the platform. Um, some of those questions that there's, there's like a list of like three or four questions that most of the time sellers won't have the answer to. And most of the time they're not relevant. Um, you know, what was the purchase price? What's the down payment? What's the credit score? And, um, 
And then there's a bunch of other ones that they'll ask, which are right on, you could get all, most of that stuff you can get right off of the platform on the assets page. But, you know, if you're asking me like, what's the, what was the purchase price and the down payment? And this loan is 15 years old and it's been through three loan modifications and I don't have the origination paperwork and there's three or four years of now current payment history. Like whatever happened 15 years ago has literally no relevance today. And it happened to me on the platform the other day. I had somebody ask me, <laughs> what's the down payment on this? And I said, the I go, I, I don't know. I don't have the origination paperwork and I'm not digging through my files to find it. The loan is 13 years old. What does it matter? He goes, well, how do you expect me to make a real, uh, an educated offer if I don't have the down payment amount? And I go, the loan's 13 years old. Subtract 13 years from now. It was 08 when this loan was written. So, it, I mean, it's one of those things where it's tough to kind of to accept those and, and, and take those borrowers serious or those buyers. I, so I don't understand. How would, how would um, that knowing that, how would that, how would, how are they using that in a calculation? What are they, what, were, what was their idea of why that would be used? They would never give me that. I mean, there's sometimes that people, for instance, this would be an example of when that would be useful. This is an owner financed loan that was originated last year. Yeah, because then you, okay, yeah. Right, because some people will originate owner finance loans and they'll do a $50,000 loan that you can get into the house for $500. Now that's very important for me as a buyer to know in that case, because dude, so you $50,000 house, you probably sold it over value. You got a, now you've got a loan of forty nine thousand five hundred. The buy the buyer has got z like little to zero skin in the game. Mm -hmm. They're basically a glorified renter, and that that deal has got a very high probability of default. Of default. And so yeah, I get that. If you're if you're asking that question because of that, but I think there's some educators out there who need to sort of move to that next step and find out. Hey, are these owner financed loans or not? Because, or, or let your your people know because I think most of the they're usually brokering the deal are coming in asking those questions. Um, we're probably used to getting inventory from sending out postcards and talking to people who specifically owner finance houses, and yeah, that's good information to know. But um, it's one of those things where like, if you're coming on the platform, you need to do a little bit more research and diligence or else you run the risk of, you know, pissing off a seller. And if that seller wants to block you, then you can't see any more of their inventory anymore. And then you wonder why there's less and less loans. Um, that's just like a little soul searching you need to do and say, am I asking some annoying questions and put yourself in the seller's shoes. If I had 40 assets, would I want somebody doing what I'm doing to their assets right now? Answer's probably not. So. <laughs> that was helpful. I mean, that, that hopefully, I mean, the people that are watching this podcast uh, are not the people we're talking about. Most Maybe likely. some of them are. I don't I don't know. You know, we got a lot of followers and a lot of people following us right now. So it's one of those things where, hey, if you are, use this, soak it up, take it in. Um, we're not yelling or berating or anything like that. It's really to help 
it helped to help you out, to help the platform out, to continue to improve and make it to where, hey, this is how deals get done. Um, and that's that's our goal here. That's that's what it is. So that that's, good. that's it. Another paper stack snack a bowl. Snackable. Paper snack snackable. <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. Appreciate it, guys. See ya.